Rising, rising, rising girls! Hello, dear listener! You're listening our Raising Girls Global Podcast, episode dedicated to tech. We are from Rising Girls Global, an initiative powered by Dior and UNESCO, created under the program Women at Dior. We would like to support young women aged 17 to 25 to land a job in one of five sectors business and finance, creative and arts, communication and marketing, public and international affairs, and tech. In these podcasts, we aspire to share inspirational stories from younger women on their journey and amazing achievements at such a young age. Today we are meeting 24 years old Latvian Ilva Lamberde, who is studying multimedia design and web development at Kea University in Copenhagen in Denmark. She has worked as React developer, web designer, and now she is working as project business analyst at Dekta. Hello, Ilva. I'm very happy to meet you here in our episode. Um, hello, yes, and uh, thank you for having me. So I'm glad that I get to talk about my experience and the uh, tech industry. And yeah. Thank you, Ilva. Uh, as I said in our short introduction, that you were studying uh, web development and multimedia design at university. But let's start from very beginning. Uh, what was your favorite subject in school? By the way, fun fact, I was studying uh, together with Ilva at the same high school. But actually, I still do not remember and I don't know even if uh, at the time I knew. What was your favorite subject in school? So in high school, it kind of, it was very different each year. I think that my favorite subjects were, uh, yeah, different. But mostly I enjoyed English. I enjoyed history and kind of like those are my main interests. But then the other subjects that I liked, um, maybe even maths because it's kind of challenging and now I understand that I kind of like the logic side of it and a bit of like more challenging exercise because of programming and how I got into it but uh, yes I think those were my favorite subjects in school and uh, in which moment at school you understood you really want to go into tech industry and uh, st study something related to, for instance, web development. It kind of was always an idea in the back of my, uh, in the back of my mind, uh, because um, I heard a lot of stories of like colleagues of my parents um, who were also tech industry related um, positions. They always talked about getting their education and learning how to code or just any type of tech um, related skills that they uh, gained during their studies in Denmark or in Sweden. So I kind of had it, it was kind of like a, a an idea that I could do it, but I didn't really know specifically what could it be, um, if it would be uh, more design related or if it really would be programming. 
or if it would be analytics. So it wasn't that I had a straightforward idea, but I kind of knew that it could be something business related, tech related. So I also wanted um, to have skills and uh, experience of um, very, some kind of in demand skills. And uh, yes, so that was kind of the direction that I wanted to go in to get into. And also um, our high school um, module, it was economics and business related. So that was also influence on my um, education, the whole choosing process. Okay, that sounds that sounds a very particular choice. And also, uh, you already mentioned Denmark uh, and the fact that you were doing your uh, undergraduate studies there. But why specifically Denmark was your chosen destination for your university studies? Was it because uh, someone you know, um, someone you know personally, uh, was already studying there? Uh, the education is mostly in English language. What were your main points um, that you chose uh, Denmark as your uh, destination? Well, yes, it was a mix of um, it's a it's a beneficial uh, university program because um, most of the programs, specifically tech and business related programs in Denmark, are free of charge. Uh, secondly, it was because I heard many great reviews about um, Latvians in Denmark, like people who studied in Denmark and then came back home or even stayed there. So, and, and also, yeah, the third reason why was because I wanted to spend some time away from home and I wanted to get experience of living abroad and just kind of figuring out if, you know, if I want to live somewhere else or so... It was kind of like, yeah, just wanted to try out uh, something new and wanted to study in international environment. And at the end, how did you like your studies? Were you satisfied? Would you also advise other people? Yes, go and study to Denmark and uh, uh, get your degree right there. Um, I think yes, because um, it's a much more different environment and uh, space. So basically everything we did, like all semesters, it was group work. So we never had any individual assignments. It was always, even if it's an exam assignment or it's end of, end of the semester or end of uh, the whole degree, even um, exam or any type of work we did, um, it was always in groups. So uh, to me, it was like, it was a great contrast um, with, for example, what we have at home. It's usually some kind of individual assignments. So I really enjoyed to work in groups because I can look back at it now and I can see that it helped me a lot because um, as, for example, even if you're, working as a programmer or if you're an analyst or I mean, any kind of role in tech, um, tech related. Yeah. Any tech related position, you would have to 
know how to collaborate with other, for example, developers, analysts, or managers. So it's a lot of work with uh, just, yeah, being with your um, teammates. So it gave me a lot of, basically working in groups, it just gave me a lot of uh, skills and experience in communication and uh, more specifically communication in business and tech um, related subjects. So I would even say that your um, your uh, career is not very specifically uh, tech related, but it's also related to other domains like communications and uh, business specifically, because now you're working uh, also uh, in a business related role. Am I right? Yes, that's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm really something in between because um, I don't know if you want me to explain my background now or do you have um, some? Yeah, go okay. on. Uh, so because uh, what I got into uh, first, it, it was my AP degree that you said uh, multimedia. So that was kind of, it was very mixed. Like um, it was not really programming. It was more of first semester. We had a lot of, <clears throat> for example, business model canvas and uh, just some uh, business theory. And then second, third semester, then we started to get into either graphic design or coding. And then as I was kind of taking more um, of front end tasks, which is coding related in all of the group works, I kind of also found myself being um, more kind of just having a bit of a small skill set already. So I could go into the front end elective, which was the last semester. So already by the end, which is four semesters for AP degree, we already knew what to choose next for our top ups because it was based on our electives. So I think that's also great. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, also another reason why group work is so important and, uh, and uh, valuable is because, um, you get to kind of do more of what you're knowledgeable of and uh, just kind of what you have more skills for. So, and then, yeah, and then after that, after my AP degree, I got into web development as I had some, some understanding of uh, front end mostly, but then the whole uh, web de development course, we had not only um, coding, but also some analytics and uh, project management. So that's, I think that's very great for the business side. And if you would like to go into some IT project manager positions, so yes. And, uh, but, but web de development was mostly just, uh, kind of pro programming and the business side, but then we didn't get much of design. So I already knew that, um, it's not going to be my type of uh, field design because I also kind of uh, wanted that to be before, before I started my AP in multimedia design, I thought maybe I should go into design, but then kind of everything turned in its own way. Okay. And uh, as you, as you said, you're somewhere in between, 
business and tech. What is uh, a most common meet about your job, what you are doing when, for instance, when you're introducing uh, yourself to someone and uh, saying what you're doing, uh, what are their thoughts immediately, what your job is about? About my current position or? I would say yes about your current position. Um, if anyone asks me, like, how, how would I describe it or? What is uh, a common myth about uh, your oh, job? Yes. For oh, instance, so. uh, what uh, someone uh, is uh, thinking about it. Yes. So mostly people think that um, business analysts or business system analysts are purely into business only. But um, now that I get to work with it, it's mostly like we need to have a lot of tech knowledge and we need to have an understanding of what um, so, uh, source code is and what development projects consist of because it's a lot of work with uh, developers or uh, even marketing department. So you have to kind of really have an understanding of all of it. So as I said, it's, it's a mix of business, a, a mix of like programming and like even programming more specifically, it can be front end, back end, like anything database. So it's kind of being in between um, mostly uh, project managers and developers because um, I'm kind of the middleman of trying to translate the business needs to the programmers and developers. So they have to know what has to be done. And it's great if I can uh, show examples of it or even you know, point it out in source code. And uh, then if I get some requirements from project managers, I can speak to developers directly. And then, you know, it's kind of like it keeps the whole project moving and just uh, it's a great mm, communication between. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And as uh, most of the people have mentors in their job place or uh, just mentors during their uh, professional life, uh, tell me about the most influential person in your professional life and uh, how this person impacted you, whether it was a teacher of your internship, uh, your teacher of your thesis or uh, a colleague maybe. Um, I don't think it's only one specific, um, individual because there's so, so many people I met, um, not only in Denmark, but also here at home that really kind of inspired me and, uh, gave me a lot of motivation and also just seeing what correct, uh, characteristics they have and how they approach, um, their positions and their work. And also seeing their um, uh, work uh, ethic is quite inspiring. So some of, some some of the examples that I could give uh, would be yes, uh, my internships in Denmark. So I had two of those. My first one was in a startup. So I did uh, see the guys who worked for for the startup, and I saw how much of work goes into having a product and uh, and a small team 
and having deadlines and, you know, sometimes not being able to deliver on time or just, you know, not knowing exactly what to do and just having a small team. So I just, um, I admire the part of like working hard and, uh, and knowing that maybe you might not have, you know, a day off in the week and still being dedicated and just, uh, working on your product that you're feeling so passionate about. So that's one thing, but, um, yes, on the other side, I've seen also how big corporations work and, uh, that was my other internship at uh, Nordea when I worked as a developer. So that was like the complete opposite. Like everyone, well, it said that they had a lot of free time, but it was more of, you know, it was a lot of remote work because also uh, that's when COVID happened. But um, yeah, so people kind of, they always had something on the side. So it was the corporate work and then they had something I don't know, family related or some other positions or businesses, like maybe, I don't know, like, uh, investments they were running or, but then still they kind of managed to combine all of it. So that's the other, uh, motivational side that I saw is, um, kind of running multiple positions. I don't know. So, yeah. Okay, that's that's very inspiring, and uh, to to for for the end, I uh, I have a, one question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what career advice you would give to your younger self? My younger self, um, I would say, well, seeing where I am now, and that I have finished my bachelor's, and now I'm thinking of you know what masters to choose specifically, because I'm not still done uh, with my studies for sure. But I would give, like, I would say, uh, don't be so afraid of uh, trying out because uh, when I first got into tech and like more specifically, when I started my development course, it was, you know, I thought it's because we had uh, very like a stereotypical type of uh, class that we had like a lot of guys and they're you know into programming and they have a lot of that experience uh, I would say don't be afraid because you can still catch up and uh, and of course it takes time and but if you're uh, passionate about it and if uh, you're logical enough you will find find your way and maybe it's not going to be so fast and Maybe it will be time consuming, but it's going to be worth it at the end. And, uh, when you will find, uh, when you will get a grip of it, like the basics, then it's just going to go on like faster, like the whole learning process. So I guess I would say just, uh, to, yeah, not be afraid of it and, uh, not to think that it's something impossible or very hard to do. Because obviously, well, nothing is easy, but it's also not impossible. So, yes. Thank you, Ilova. Thank you very much for joining our podcast today. Thank you for listening to Raising Girls Global Podcast, hosted by me, Vilma Luisa Gertan. Today's episode was written and researched by me, with technical production by Rebecca Fan. 
Look forward to your company on our next episode. Rising, rising, rising girls!